Welcome to the Sailing to Success podcast, the show created exclusively for entrepreneurs and small business owners looking for a safe port in the storm of fast-paced business growth. Lindsay Phillips is the founder of Smooth Sailing Online Support, a company dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and small business owners increase customer service, run their business more effectively, and increase their profits. Prepare to be inspired and learn some practical tips and strategies you can use in your business today. And now, welcome your host and captain for this 30-minute excursion, Lindsay Phillips. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Sailing to Success podcast. This show was created exclusively for entrepreneurs and small business owners looking for a safe port in the storm. So my name's Lindsay Phillips, and I'm your host and captain for this 30-minute excursion. Um, I am the founder and CEO of Smooth Sailing Online Support, a company that's dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and small business owners calm the choppy waters of fast-paced business growth. So you can learn more about what we do at ssonlinesupport.com. So typically with my podcasts, you know, I want to motivate and inspire you, um, but also really share some practical tips, business building strategies to be more productive, boost your profits, grow your business. Um, and um, quite greedily, I pick topics that I like. <laughs> and that is why I have this lovely lady on my show today. Um, and yeah, so I'm super excited. So it's Janet M. Taylor. She's a life strategist, professional organizer, author, and speaker. So she is, uh, yeah, since childhood, probably like me, um, super organized, even, you know, crazy organizing her toys. Um, and then in uh, 1994, she took her natural ability and started Totally Organized, a business dedicated to saving clients time and money by providing organizational services, products, and publications to streamline their lives. So she actually uses uh, the 16 plus years of experience that she's had um, as an export organizer to provide services to some really notable clients. Um, Les Brown, a motivational speaker, Dr. Tracy Lynn Burton, um, which is like with Hewlett Packard. Um, yeah, just some really cool people. She's featured on the Philadelphia Home Show. She's been guests on radio shows and more. Um, she has her own podcast show, which is Got Clutter, Get Organized with Janet. So without further ado, thanks, Janet, for coming on my show. Well, thank you so much, Lindsay, for having me. And I'm so excited to share some organizing secrets with your listeners. Woohoo! I know. I love this topic. <laughs> People call me an organization freak, so um, love it. Um, so I guess, I mean, some people, they are what they are. Not everyone is organized. Not everyone is neat and tidy. Um, but what is the point of being organized? Like, like why? Well, it saves you time. It will save you money because you won't have to buy something you already own. You won't waste money throwing away food because you didn't, you know, you had it back in the pantry, but also it, it really reduces your stress as well because when you come home, you'll be able to just enjoy your space and not be able to have the piles away, but also in the work environment and in your office, you'll feel more on top of your projects and of the information and you'll be able to just find things the first time. And that's always a stress reliever right there. That is true. And I know for me personally, like if, if a room is cluttered for me, I do feel stress. I, it's like, it's like my brain is on overload or my brain is cluttered. Um, it, you almost don't realize what a, 
mental, like how it affects your, your mental abilities. You know what I mean? And it, and it really does because, you know, I'm the same way. If I see a lot of clutter on my desk, I have to stop. I have to kind of organize it so I can focus on whatever task or project I'm working on because other pieces of paper and information is like a distraction. Yeah. So, yes, just kind of just corralling things and even sometimes just organizing your shoes just so you'll be able to find the left shoe and the right shoe or the brown <laughs> shoes or the black shoes <laughs> because that could be a stress, stressful morning when you can't find it and you know I can get out of the house in five minutes. But it's going to take you 15 to find everything. So definitely. Yes, my children have that issue. Um, I have to say, though, after becoming a mom, it is harder <laughs> to stay organized and be on top of all that stuff. And, and it can't because kids, you want them to, free, to be, have freedom to do whatever they want to do, play, create. But also as the mom and the adult, you want to have control over the space so a lot of times I know with the children that are in my life my god kids I allow them to play all on the floor because they know that I have systems in place they're okay with like collecting everything and just putting it back in the bin because they when they come back it's going to be because Aunt Janet is going to touch it and that's our stuff so sometimes it's just adults just kind of taking the lead but not necessarily like we're going to have this structure and we're going to have this organization. Cause I shared with someone yesterday, I said, you know what? You may just want to start with, Hey, let's have all the remotes in this basket. So the next time you want to play your game or video, or we want to exercise, we'll know where everything is. So sometimes it's just something just starting with one little thing and then expanding. That's true. That's a great point. So how did you get into all this? I mean, obviously as a youngster, you were totally organized. Um, but it's like, you don't often think of things that you just naturally do to become your career path. I was working at a company that had lost a contract. So therefore, um, we were going to be laid off at that time. And I saw an article of a woman who was going into companies doing trainings and speaking on the topic of organization. And I said, Everybody always says that about me. So yeah. I just started doing research, found out there was the National Association of Professional Organizers, but then there was also a local group of organizers. And I got connected with them, and then I just started part-time. And then things eventually got to the point where I had to step out and do things full-time as well. So that's awesome. really how I got started. You know, taking that little thing that everybody kept saying, Janet, you're organized, yeah. and then just going out there and launching out there and doing my thing. And it, just to be able to do something that you love and, and like you're helping people, right? I mean, some people feel overwhelmed when they're in a space that is cluttered, but they don't know where to start. They don't know how to organize it. They just know they feel overwhelmed. And sometimes even starting to get organized is like the hard part. And, and it is, like you said, it's overwhelmed. Sometimes people don't realize when, it's a room, it's a closet, the garage, even your office. You don't necessarily have to tackle everything because I think sometimes we yeah. feel we've, got to, or we've got to do the whole thing, got to spend all Saturday, all weekend. No, sometimes it could be just doing a drawer or maybe looking at your end basket or maybe doing just the shoes 
or maybe doing just the left side of the garage. And then next week we'll do the right side. So it's just like starting just a little. Yeah. That makes total sense. Cause yeah, sometimes you feel like, Oh my God, I can't even start cause there's too much. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, did you have a lot of time? Sorry, go ahead. Oh no. I was going to say a lot of times, Lindsay, I tell people just start by getting rid of everything you don't use. Yeah. So if you need to tackle that closet, Get rid of those clothes from the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the early 90s. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want any more. Or in your office, we've all had projects that didn't work out us. Get rid of that stuff. You don't really need it anymore, especially if it's drafts and proposals and you yeah. decided this is not something that's right for me. Um, the same thing with our tablets and all our equipment. Just start just by getting rid of stuff you don't need. And then once you do that, then you see what you have. And then you can start just by area and by drawer and by shelf of organizing what's left. That's a great tip. Now, I don't know. You're obviously organized, but can you be too organized, like OCD, like Sheldon on the Big Bang Theory? <laughs> Where you like, I think he organizes his cereal by fiber content or something. <laughs> and I think, you know what, and, I, and I, I believe you can, because last year I did a presentation and my girlfriend was shocked that I let everybody know that I have always walked in, but all my containers are not the same color. She said, how can you just say that? But it's true. I mean, I can walk in and I can even instruct a friend, my god kids, I need you to go in and get my office supplies or I need you to go, if it was that time of the year, to get my my Christmas decorations because everything is in a container and it's labeled. Yes, I've got brown. Yes, I've got red. I've got clear. But everything is in a container. And I think sometimes that's what stops us is that we feel there's got to be this perfect organizational system. We've got to have all the same color containers, all the same color hangers. Everything's got to be labeled really nice and, and got to get the label maker. Yeah, <laughs> really, it's just, you know, keeping it simple. If it's in a container and it's marked um, toddlers um, sizes 4T, then at least you know where they are. Yeah. So, um, and then, of course, sometimes, even for myself, I need clear bins because, yes, they're labeled, but sometimes you just like to be able to see what's, okay, yeah, I know exactly what's in there. I know I've got two cartridges of ink left. Okay, I'm cool. So sometimes, but keep it simple. That's very true because you can, I mean, there's a wide scale of not being organized and being a little too crazy organized. (laughs) And, and you're so, you're so, I mean, you could, you could get to the point, um, I mean, in my closet, I have all my, my colors together because usually sometimes when I wake up in the morning, I feel like red or I feel like orange or maybe I feel like white. So I do that. But some people get to, to the point where, okay, every color's got to be together, every sleeve side, every type of okay. fabric, every this, that. No, I don't go that far. As long as all my whites are together, I'm okay with that. Yeah, and, and everyone has different needs, right? Or, or what yes. helps them out. And, and that is true because for me, um, I kind of, you know, I'm 
more of a visual person, so mm-hmm. I can look in my closet and I can say, okay, there's the red short sleeve. But then there are some people because of maybe the type of work they do um, or it, the type of things they do in regards to their business or even, you know, um, socially, they need things a little bit more organized. Maybe some people are more into the T-shirts and there's certain types of T-shirts they like to wear. Certain, you know, I know a lot of men out there, they have to have the sneakers a certain way. Um, so it depends on your lifestyle as well. Some people are more separate. Some people wear dresses. So it depends. Now, I noticed on your website, um, you talk about mind clutter, digital clutter, like obviously there's stuff clutter. Um, can you kind of explain the difference with that? Well, with digital clutter, what happens is we have all of these wonderful devices. We've got the cell phone, we've got the laptops, we've got the tablets, we've got the desktops. And what happens is because we are working on so many different devices, sometimes we may have duplicates. We may have images on the laptop, but we also have images on our cell phone as well. So, and then with that, what happens is things begin to run slower. We need more memory. Sometimes Mm. we purchase more memory, but we really don't have to if we would just get rid of what we don't use is sort of just like even storage. When people go out and they put things in storage and they pay thousands of dollars a year for storage for stuff they're not using, it's the same thing. So that's the digital clutter. In regards to the mind clutter, it's just that a lot of us um, have so many things going on in our lives. We have the personal life, and then that can have so many different um, categories. And then we've got the professional life, and it's just trying to juggle all of that. And I found in my own life, by using lists, by using different types of apps and getting it out of my mind and actually either on whether you use an app or whether you use a pencil and paper, but just getting it out and organizing it so that your mind can think a little clearer because it can get cluttered. It's like, okay, um, I've got to do the grocery list, but then I've got a meeting minutes I have to do. And, oh, yeah, I've got to take Jimmy to um, basketball practice. So you've got all that stuff going on. But I've got, before I do that, I also have to make sure his uniform is clean. And, oh, my goodness, I've got to go shopping for new sneakers for him. So all that stuff is going on. I know, it can spin in your head. Yeah, so it's just a lot of people that, before you go to bed at night, sometimes you need to do a mind dump. And basically that is just getting a pencil and a paper sometimes and just writing all the stuff that's in your head out so that at least you can go get a good night's sleep. Because I know for myself, I will wake up in the middle of the night. I know. Like, oh, I should have I should have done that. I should have did that. So sometimes just doing that helps you have a little bit more, you know, peaceful sleep. That's a great idea because, yeah, <laughs> There's nothing worse than waking up at four in the morning and you're just like running through your lists in your head. It's like, dang it. <laughs> um, so uh, obviously, like for an entrepreneurial perspective, um, do you have any tips for like your workspace on how it should be organized that can help you with your mind and productivity? Well, I always tell people to definitely When you end your day, Mm -hmm. make sure you clear your workspace. So that could be taking however you want to 
organize your information because a lot of times there are things that I want to do the next day, so I kind of put them in a little pile in the corner. But the rest of my desk is clear. Anything that needs to be filed away is filed away. And, of course, I try to do a list of everything I need to do and get it just out of my mind. Because when you walk into your office, your workspace, your desk the next day, you can focus on what you have to do and not do a cleanup from the previous day. So you're not wasting time and energy trying to get yourself organized for the day. When you walk in the office, you'll already be set for your work day. And I also, you know, if it's a project and there's a lot of physical paperwork, then Try to keep it in one folder. Mm -hmm. Um, Create a project section in your office for all that information so that it is accessible when you need it, but it's not necessarily visible because I know a lot of us out of sight, out of mind, so we keep everything in front of us when, you know, just find a location. Use color. If you've got new projects, could be red. Projects that are complete could be blue. I mean, you know, incorporate colors into things as well. So, and then also, you know, consider if you feel comfortable enough going paperless. Um, Do you have to print every email that comes through? Sometimes, you know, there's certain information on it. Yes, you need to, but do you have to? Um, Can you begin to um, scan documents? And then once you're scanned and you put them on the cloud, et cetera, can you shred that document so you no longer need to have a copy? Because I worked on a government contract for five years and she was a paperless queen. So we were working in different states, different regions, different, um, you know, documents, but rarely did we have to have any physical documents on site. Right. So, so that's something you will want to because then if you do that, then in the long term, you can look at also your office space because a lot of times you have office space that you have all these files and things. So it can help you be cost effective. And, of course, with just printing and ink, it all will, you know, affect financially your budget, et cetera. Yeah, every bit helps. That's for sure. Are there? I love the... I can't think of the name of it right now, but, like, you know those organization stores where there's, like, Bin, oh, yes. files, containers. I'm like, yes. like a kid in a candy store. I'm like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so am I. I remember a friend said she was going to two stores, and one of them was one of those organizing stores. And I said, oh, yes. And I said, so do you mind if we just, like, walk up and down every aisle? She's like, sure. I don't care. And somebody even said, yeah, this is one of they don't have a statue of you outside the store. <laughs> Like, I can't help it. But you're right. It's like you go in there and you just get so excited. But what I share with people, when you are organizing, whether it's your office or whether it's your home, please purge before you purchase. Because statistics says that 80% of the stuff we keep, we never reference again. So what happens, Lindsay, is when you go into that space and you see all that stuff, so you're thinking, okay, I got, to, I have to run to the store. I have to buy all these containers and baskets, this and that, and buy it. But then as you go through, you start getting rid of stuff. So really save yourself some time, money, and energy, and just get rid of stuff first. And then once you see what's left, then go out and buy different things. Because you can, you can go in there. And you, you, next thing you know, they'll have to deliver things to your home because you'll need a tractor trailer. I know I would 
I'll be like, I want one of those. I know. Three of those. <laughs> I'll just take the whole, the whole aisle of this stuff because it's just so pretty. It is good. And they do make it look so pretty now with all the fancy baskets. Um, but yeah, that makes sense, right? Like only buy it what you see an actual function for. Like if you have, I don't know, like, like in your bathroom, in your drawer, all your stuff, you need, you know, three little containers to contain it and separate it all. Then, then that makes sense. Go out and buy it, but don't buy it just for the sake of it. Yeah. And that is true because we have so many things. I mean, in the kitchen, uh, you know, do we really need all the different little oh, I know. pots and pans? And, and one client shared with me that she had the good dishes and the everyday. She decided to get rid of the everyday dishes and use the good dishes, her good china, every day. Oh, nice. Yeah. She said, why am I saving this? I only use it like once a year. She said, I love these dishes, so I'm going to use them every day. Interesting. And then also in our bathrooms, we've all bought oh stuff to, make, to try to make us look younger, the hair shinier, uh, you know, silkier. And then we use in this like, oh, this product is not for me. But what happens is a lot of times yeah. we don't actually get rid of the product. So sometimes it's just going through and just getting rid of stuff like that as well. I love purging. It feels so good. <laughs> It does. It's like therapy. It's like you are lightening the load in your life, in your home, in your space. It's weird how it affects us mentally that way. It does. It really does. I mean, and it's, and, and I tell people, you know, cause sometimes people think, Oh, well, organized going to tell me to get rid of everything. No, we're not. That's true. Um, I mean, I decided it was time because I'm on the, downsized into the square footage that I have. Yeah. So I know at some point I've got to tackle stuff. So I started, I went into my walk-in closet and I went through and I limited myself too because I could tackle the whole project, project um, area, but I, ta- I limited myself to two bins. There were one bin was things that my, belonged to my mother and things from my childhood. Yeah. And as I went through, I saw all the cards that she had given me from birthday cards to Christmas cards to Valentine's Day cards that she made, I was not ready to get rid of those. So I just put them aside. I said, I'm going to do exactly what I tell my, if you're not ready, just put them aside. But then I came across Lindsay, all of the report cards that my mother kept from third, from first grade on to high school. And I'm like, "Mm, I don't need these anymore. No. So it's time. So it was like, okay, I'm going to get rid of these. And then there were some things, I had I had some toys from my childhood, and I said, you know what, I'm gonna see I'm gonna see if there's a demand because I recently sold my dollhouse and I didn't realize I was gonna get a bidding war for my dollhouse. So I said, I'm gonna <laughs> see, <laughs> and that was just so much fun. And I'm like, I'm gonna see if I can get a little extra cash for these as well. So sometimes you can have a little fun going through your past and then make a little extra cash, but then also know that if you are not ready to let go and it's really emotional, it's okay. It's okay. So do you help? Cause that's a, a very good point. And perhaps one of the, the myths that you stated about organizers is that they're going to make me get rid of everything. So do you help people with those emotional choices? Because there is a lot of emotion tied to the stuff. And and I do. And and usually I can I usually ask like just a few questions. Like one client, she wanted to hold on to this T shirt 
Oh. And I said, okay. And I said, all right, it's emotional. And I said, so um, who gave it to you? She said, an ex-boyfriend. I said, okay. All right. So my next question was, so what was the last time you wore? She said, eighth grade. I said, you know, what we're going to do is we're going to put this over here because we're going to donate it. But then there are some times when I see people and I see emotion, I begin to see tears. Yeah. So I will let them know, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to take this and we're going to put it aside. Right. So, and then we don't even have to make a decision about that. So let's move on to something else. But I usually try to just kind of ask a few questions. You know, one woman wanted to keep hold on to the high chair that her daughter used. Hmm. And I said, okay. She's like, because Janet, I might have grandchildren. And I said, okay. And and I have been working with this client for a while. And I says, well, I know you and your husband have for a while. And I believe that when the grandchildren come, you are going to buy all new stuff. And she said, you know, you're right. Because that's high. And I said, plus you have to look at safety. I said, there were different safety standards when you, that's your child true. was young. And I said, so now it's a lot different. And I said, so let's get rid of this thing. And our husband's like, Janet, I've been trying to get rid of that thing for 20 years. Thank you so much. So the daughter had moved to New York and she was a, um, an executive in New York. So she wasn't a young child. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, it totally interests me how we hold such an emotional tie to the things that are around us. And that some people do, I don't have a hard time letting go, but some people have a hard time letting go. Yeah, and they do. And sometimes, you know, even though in my mind, I think things should just go, but clients are not ready. Because one time yeah. a client was down, downsizing from um, two storage units to one. And as we got in the, in the, in the last little piece that was in there, I was yelling. I was like, oh, my goodness, I don't believe this is in there. He was like, Janet, what did you find? What did you find? I said, there's a dot matrix printer in the corner. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not ready to let it go. I'm like, but he said, I'm not ready. I said, okay. Right. I said, but at least we're down from two to one store. Yes. So I'm happy for you. So if you want to keep the dot matrix printer, okay, that's fine with me. That's awesome. Do you remember the show on TLC called Clean Sweep? Yes, I do. I loved that show. But it's like, and I'm sure you go through it a lot, how, like, again, people have the emotional attachment, but it's like, okay, what can we donate? What can we sell? What do we keep? What's useful? But, like, making those categorizations of your stuff, it, do you do that as well? Like, um, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And um, some of my clients, it really is like a motivating fact because one client was a, um, she's a retired teacher. So she had all these teaching materials that she was able to donate to one of the neighborhood community centers. So she was so excited about that. Then she came across some books and she donated them to another organization. Um, A lot of times people have um, household items, and I found that there are places, um, at least here in the city, that will take the household items, and the proceeds from that will help, you know, different types of organizations raise money, whether overseas or just for people here locally in regards to helping them get housing. So I always try to find organizations that, you know, have a really great yeah. mission and that really motivates. Um, people I work with to donate items as well. 
That's a great idea. I loved that show. I was so bummed when it wasn't on the air anymore. <laughs> uh, I know. It's like when you're with your clients, I'd love to be a fly on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> it would be interesting. It would be interesting. But sometimes I'm like, you know, you just have to get rid of this. You just, yeah, I know. And, and it's like, and, and one client says, you know, I've just become Janet Dependent. I'm just going to admit it. <laughs> And my she said, son, I cannot sorry. get it. I cannot get anything done if you're not here. She's yeah. like, I don't know what it is. Some people need the push or just like that, the reasoning, right? Like the logical reasoning, like, okay, you know, like the high chair, right? How you kind of helped her through that thought process. And it's like, oh, yeah, you're right. I don't need it. And it's like, some people just need that. And, and yeah, again, don't know where to start. Um, no, I know, um, I saw on your website, you had 101 secrets to living an organized life. Um, can you share a few of those secrets with us? Um, well, of course, one of those secrets is having a place for your keys because it seems like a lot of times people, for whatever reason, once they get in the house, the keys, they go one place and the keys go another place, never to be found again. So I share with people to have a hook. And you can have it wherever you feel is convenient so that when you come in, you put your keys there. Or even if you don't want a hook, have a dish yeah. to put them. And I even share that because they have those cute little um, command hooks where you don't have to worry about damaging the wall. Yes. You can even start a system for your kids. So maybe they might be in elementary school. So you put the hook at a certain level. Then as they get older, you can just move the hook up, but at least they will get in the habit, and it could be for the keys, but it could be just for the school IDs. Yeah, that's a good tip. I know for me, I always put my keys in the same place, but if for whatever reason I don't, I'm like, oh my God, where is it? You save time, right? Yeah, so I, I always share that with people. Um, and then also just making sure that everybody should have their own family retention schedule. So how long are you actually going to keep information? Because Generally, everybody kind of knows how long they need to keep, whether it's documents, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And if they don't, I tell them to, you know, check with your, the person who does your taxes, your financial planner, et cetera, but have some kind of systems in place. So because what I find, Lindsay, is that people start a great filing system. But what happens, the filing system all of a sudden transforms into the archive. So you've got all of the important papers out and then you've got everything that really sometimes needs to be purged yeah. in the filing cabinet. So, you know, maybe every two years you get rid of stuff. Every three years, I know with the taxes, every seven years we can get rid of those returns. So having a retention schedule. I know for myself, if I haven't looked at something, thought about something, or touched something in, in at least six months, it can go. Because I do a lot of things and pay bills paperless, I don't mm -hmm. have all of that paperwork. That's good. So that's, you know, reduced a lot in my life as well. So, and then that retention system, you call it. Yeah. And then just having um, seasonal, like seasonal, we, we yeah. transform our closet. Yeah. Seasonally go in there and just, you know, get rid of things that you donate things that you're not using, et cetera. Once a year when we do our taxes, go through and decide, okay, this receipt here, there's, the ink has just disappeared, and I don't even know what it is or what I bought. So there's no reason for me to keep it. <laughs> Good point. I've been there. 
That's hilarious. And it's amazing yeah. how many people keep magazines and that are like forever old, but they just keep them. Yeah, the magazines. But the worst thing, I think, is for the adults, all of us who are adults, and we still have our college textbooks. Now, I understand in some professions, okay, you may want to keep it, but when you are getting close to that retirement age, (laughs) then think about letting them go. That is a very good point. (laughs) Well, I so appreciate all your tips and and your stories. Um, Yeah, I hope you have inspired many out there to, to get more organized or Seek your help to whip them into shape. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope so, Lindsay. And I just wanted to share one more thing. One of the things I did at the beginning of this year was I turned, and a lot of people may have seen this, a lot of people were doing, I turned all my hangers in the opposite direction. What do you mean? Because you know how you basically, when you hang your clothes, the hanger is going forward. I yeah. turned it in the opposite direction, all of them. So every time I wear something, I pull it out and I put it in the, the direction I'm used to wearing it. So at the end of the year, I want to see all the oh. hangers that I have not, because then that's an indication, okay, in this entire year, I haven't worn you. So it's time for me to let you go. I love that. This is little things, little tricks like that, right? Like that's brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, little tricks. Yeah, because I realized when I started turning the hangers around and I was turning the hanger around this one blouse and I'm like, ooh, I know you're going at the end of the year because I know why I bought that blouse. I bought that blouse years ago when um, I wanted to do the corporate look just in case I was doing interviews, et cetera. But now, you know, I've been in business for so many years and I have my own little sense of style. I don't really have to wear the, the, yeah. the black or the blue suit and the, you know, the white crisp black anymore. So. Exactly. So, yeah. So that's my little final tip. Love that. Now, I know you also have uh, a free book on your website um, that my listeners can, can opt into. Can you let us know how to find that? Um, yes. You can just go to JanetMTaylor.com and it'll be right there. And it is 30 tips that you can do in 30 minutes or less. And I wanted to write that ebook because I know a lot of people don't have a lot of time. You've got families, you've got careers, you've got businesses. So I just wanted some quick tips for people who want to get organized, but they don't necessarily have a lot of time in their hands. Awesome. Perfect. And I'm going to check that out for sure. And then, um, yeah, I mean, I was even thinking on my own website just to have little organization tips. So, uh, I will have to share some uh, bits and pieces that are on your website and direct more people that way. Thank you. Love to share organization tips. <laughs> on a mission to, to change the world, get them all organized. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I'm passionate about too, because like you said, it really impacts people's lives. I mean, one woman, she got organized because she would come to these little sessions I had and she said, Janet, I'm entertaining now. She said, I feel so comfortable now having my family in my home. I am entertaining. I had Thanksgiving dinner at my dining room table. And that stuff makes me feel really good. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I love stories like that. Well, thank you so much for taking the time and, and coming on my show and, and sharing your, uh, your wealth of information. 
Well, thank you, Lindsay. It has truly, it's been fun and it has been a pleasure. Awesome. So that is this special episode, folks, of uh, my Sailing to Success podcast. Um, you can, of course, go to lindsayphillips.com to listen to this episode and uh, other episodes, my blogs, my videos, and all that good stuff. So until next time, folks, I wish you a productive and profitable week, and may the winds always be at your back. You've been listening to the Sailing to Success podcast, the show created exclusively for entrepreneurs and small business owners looking for a safe port in the storm of fast-paced business growth. To make sure you don't miss a single profit-boosting show, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes and www.sailingtosuccesspodcast.com. To learn more about how Lindsay and her team can help you increase customer service, run your business more effectively, and increase your profits, go to www.ssonlinesupport.com. That's www.ssonlinesupport.com. Now go and implement what you've learned and come back next week for more Sailing to Success podcasts.